had an exciting addition to the LoJ Book Club, Lori and Julia Book Club. We have a friend, an old friend, who um, Dara Moskowitz Grumdahl is with us in her new book, The Essential Dear Dara, writing on local um, characters and memorable places. And um, it's so nice to see you, first of all. People will also know you're an award-winning writer, food writer, and critic. all kinds of writing. Um, I feel like this is a big reunion. We have been... In this market together, like really doing have- things, kind of seeing each other backstage and being on golf carts at the state fair <laughs> since like we were all babies. We were tiny media babies and there was no Internet and it was just like us and some dandelions. And now look at us. Remember, there was no Internet. It was a whole different world Julia, back then. We had to go to Shinders I to know. get magazines and city pages to report on stuff. And yeah, city Forever. pages reader. I mean, go to the state fair, and there were no cell phones, and you oh. just, you know, you did it. Figured it out. I know. Those were the days, my friends. But you, your book is so amazing. I feel like it's it's part memoir. And it's all revisiting all these great stories of yours. I feel like it's a little bit of a yearbook. Like, this is our lives, right? This is like you and me and you and me. And uh, you actually told me you know people in here. I Charlie Charlie Rounds is a good friend with some other people. Oh, that section of the book is just, I'm so happy. Okay, so people don't know. Like, I got to... Right in the beginning of pandemic, I started doing an oral history project with all of these like gay elders of the Twin Cities. And I learned so much. I had been writing about the Twin Cities for 30 years. And I was just like in my tiny office talking to people and just downloading so much information. And then one of those things happened, which happens in magazines, is that they suddenly had so many fewer pages and we had a cut and cut. And this is the uncut version. And all of the incredible details, like things I didn't know at all. It's amazing. I mean, it's kind of like the beginnings of our gay community and the people who were such a big part of it. And um, it's called the pride behind the pride. So if you're just joining us, Dara Moskowitz Gromdahl is with us. She has um, written a book. That's a memoir, a little bit at the beginning. It's called the essential dear Dara. Dara. Yeah. Dear Dara. 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 New York. The New York. A Dara like Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. And you're (laughs) such a storyteller and you have always spent a lot of time with people and things or whatever you're writing about in depth. You know, so this is kind of the first time we got to meet a little bit more in depth. You, yes, I. I, When I first started this project, I was just like, "Well, what, what would I want to do?" And I was just like, "Actually, I'm the one who asks all the questions, and I'm always behind the scenes, just dropping all of myself and just you know putting other people first. Uh, I would like to. I would like everybody to know who I am. I think that's fair. I think that's time, and." And everybody, and apparently I had this uh, facade of having everything all figured out, which is, that's only because I had this horrific childhood and a lot of people had horrific childhoods. And it took me years and years of being in Minneapolis, walking in circles around the lakes, talking to therapists, trying to like untangle this and untangle that and hand on the Bible, 50, 
50 was when I started to just be like, oh, this is who I am. This is what's going on. Because like that you make that transition from scramble and doing and putting on your armor and like all of this, like I've got everything figured out. Pay me, you know, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, wait a minute. I've only got, you know, 80 odd years on this planet. It's time. It is time to figure out what's going on in between these two ears and then at first you're like, oh, it's ugly and it's bad and no one wants it. And then decade later, you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is this is the human condition. This is the human condition. You're such a good writer, you though. Are. You um, are. And your storytelling is and always I, re, I remember when you first came to here and you started. I was like, oh, my God, this is a snappy, snarky. This is the kind of writer I like <laughs> to read. I just thought that you were. Probably older than you were and a completely sophisticated woman. That's how you came across totally. in your writing. Yes. And I, I, that's exactly what I was trying to do. And everybody thought that. Mm-hmm. I started writing for City Pages. I was 23. That blows me away. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you would wear disguises? I would wear disguises because, okay, so my hero was Ruth Reichel. Mm-hmm. Um, she had this whole thing where she would like get dressed up in the, she was a New York Times critic at the time and she would get dressed up like theater makeup, the whole thing and go to restaurants. And it was, and I just thought, well, she's doing that. I'll do the opposite. When I go on TV, I'll just be the opposite. And everybody was so horrified. And then I just, <laughs> I thought it was so fun. And I've just kept doing it ever since. It's like if you, I went to a bookstore last week and they ran a picture of, of, uh, Lee Sitback Dean, the lovely former editor of the Star Tribune. I was like, this is still working for me. Yeah. Like, I, right. just, I guess I just go. I was, some people do know who I am, especially from my voice. Cause I had, you know, I was on radio for eight years she on was WCCO. On with Patrick Royce, and I was on with Royce, Royce when I was a baby. I yes. was like his extra 10th daughter or something. <laughs> and uh, I was, uh, I, I was at Lund's once picking up stuff for daycare, like daycare snacks. And this woman came over and she's like, so that's what you eat. It's like, oh, how horrible. Like, this is so, like the, how do you know me? And you think I just eat, you know, 30 things of applesauce and right. string cheese. Like right. that's my, I just live it on a diet of toddler food. Uh, but I have been very happy to be a little bit down on the down low. I think mm-hmm. that I, everybody who's happy to be in Minneapolis kind of wants that level of like, I don't want craziness i went with andrew zimmer and once to rustica and it was nuts it was yeah. like lying out the door frenzy like this whole thing when people are on tv it is uh, a whole nother level it's it was just horrible it was just like <laughs> i want to just get a coffee like i don't want like this whole times middle of times square midnight on new year's eve thing around me yeah. like it's too much and so i like to be yeah, a little more secret. Was there any part of your putting your book together, you know, because it is, it's, you know, some of the things that you've written and you're also telling your story. Was any of that hard for you when you were? Oh, my God. Um, yes. The yeah. memoirish beginning part. Okay. It was like dredging up my heart with a grapefruit spoon. It was just like, oh, my God, everything hurts. Because just like I, I think a lot of people get in that place where like, I'm tough. I'm in control. Nobody knows anything about me. And then like the more you carry that 
I'm pretending to be invulnerable, the more at danger you kind of are, you know, because people can use it against you. And I just want to have this kind of, <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous, but I just want to have this kind of like naked, like no one can use anything against me. Like mm-hmm. you, it's, like it's all out there. That's how we felt about some of our it's, confessions yeah. on the radio. <laughs> we, we're like, oh, we've confessed everything. Yeah. But Pretty I will much. say you did have a tough childhood. I did. You I had did. a really tough childhood and I was very surprised reading it and, and very moved by your gumption and what you've had to overcome and what you've done. And, you know, I want to mention to people that you've um, your writings for food and wine have been nominated th- 13 times for James Beard Awards. Fif- which 15. 15. 15. Oh, and, this is outdated then, honey. Outdated. How um, dare they? <laughs> how dare they? And you've won six times. Six times. Yeah. See, that's outdated too. It was five. T- I mean, that's a big darn deal. Yes. And I think a lot of that comes from both kind of the tough childhood, but also all the work to overcome it. Like I have, you know, I just believe so profoundly in the importance of people's stories and finding out what they are and getting to it and not just like going through life, just being like, you're this cliche and I know everything you're doing. And um, because some of the stuff that I do for restaurant uh, reviews just just comes out of wanting understanding, wanting people to have understanding. So I will talk to a chef for hours sometimes if it takes the, if I want to know like where where did you start this and why did you do this dish and if it takes four hours to get that answer which it sometimes does then then I want to know and like mm-hmm. I'm there for it I always have the time I always want to know people's stories I think they're precious and amazing that people trust me with them and you know, and that I think is why I have all of those awards. It's amazing. Well, you're an amazing writer. We oh, we want to say, and also your writing kind of partner at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine is our dear friend Stephanie March. And um, I heard you on the Weekly Dish this weekend talking to Stephanie. I think Elizabeth was in for the other Stephanie. And you know, your book that just came out, the essential Dear Dara writings on local characters and memorable places. You revisit old articles that you've wrote mm-hmm. and talk about where you were then and where you are now, as well as the article. And it's just, it's such a, I've never seen this done before. You know, we, don't think we interview <laughs> authors all the time, Dara. It's, it's really cool. I thank you. And you know, you should come and everybody should come, but you two should come on Wednesday night. We're having this party at brother justice and having a drink with Steph and me is a life joy. Like you have to come like so much. Oh, we'll be happens. playing yeah, brother justice. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> but, but tell everybody about it okay, because so it's open it's to the public. Five o'clock open to the public. I have some stuff on my social media. If you want to pre-register, but there's got to be free food, free appetizers. And you know, they're making a Manhattan for me. It's going to be the Minnesota Manhattan is going to have Minnesota elements. And Ooh. because that's my life, right? I came mm-hmm. from Manhattan to Minnesota. Oh, that's- and And we're going to have a big party because, you know, for right now, I feel like we also need to celebrate what's going on here. You know, you were talking about City Pages before I got here off the air. Where is it? It's gone. And if you knew, you would have gone out and celebrated it and be like, whoa, this is a good part of my life. So that's what you need to do for me now because I'm having this party on Wednesday and then I'm not going to do so much partying after that. (laughs) And I'm and then. You know, come out and say, like, Steph matters, I matter, Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine matters. I've been there now for longer than City Pages. People are shocked. It's yeah. Been, that, yeah. Wow. wow. It's been and 12 it's, years. And people can follow you on Twitter at Dear Dara, D-A-R-A, yes. 
Facebook at Dear Dara Grumdahl. Oh, well, just Dara Grumdahl. Just Dara. Okay. Instagram at. She's going to call you Dara. Dear no, Dara. I'm going to call you Dara, Dara, Dara but it, everything wrong I printed on you is wrong. So oh, it's a, you're it's, such a creep boy. I, I she tried gonna, to fix Wikipedia this, before this, but you never know. No, um, you don't. It's so hard to keep. And that's, you know, that's actually not a bad example of why I wanted the stuff in a book because the City Pages stuff that's in here, I literally just had papers in my basement. Every week, City Pages would come out. I'd take the what I wrote, I just put it in this wicker basket that mm-hmm. I got at Steeple People. It would go in the basement. And then, Thank goodness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when everything vanished, I still had it. So yeah. I could retype it. And that's the only reason that some of the stuff is here. Wow. I have been here for so long. I interviewed an Aquitennial queen who was Aquitennial queen during World War II. Oh, my I God. Love that. She I was, love that. I love it, too. Did you love that story? She was just like, it wasn't a big deal. All the hot guys were at war. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you doing other book things? Yes. I'm at the Chanhassen Library today. And I'll be talking about, yeah, tonight at 6. I'll be talking about how to interview anyone. Maybe 6.30. Um, And then, uh, yeah, and then I go to Next Chapter Booksellers on the 19th. But and the brother justice, but the brother justice thing is the big party that I'm gonna yeah, put on my tomorrow. sequins. That's on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, and that's the big one. And then I'm just gonna go back to my regular life. All right. Well, so. we'll just go back to always reading. Am you. I gonna be on the Lori and Julia book club? You are yes. part of the Lori and Julia book club. Yeah. We will oh. post it. We will. You'll be on our replay. Ah. Um. And we have um, a copy of the book. I think we have one copy of the yeah. book. Um, to give away mm-hmm. grant to a listener, give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. And it just really is nice to connect with you again. I love seeing you Dorothy. guys. We have, <laughs> you would not believe the crazy experience of like, I will never forget just going down that hill at the state fair. It must have been 6 a.m. There was no one there. I was just on the back. You two were like hanging off either side, just yelling at different people. I I'm don't sure remember we why. Nice oh, ass. It was we know people. We know people. <laughs> thank you so much. much. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. All, All right. right, Grant, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, you know what? We have to ask you one thing. Oh. What's the last great book you read? Oh, you know, I'm a total writing nerd. I am a big audiobook person also. Okay. And I am right now, I just finished the audiobook of this Anthony Trollope from called the Eustace Diamonds. And it is about this uh, just absolutely bonkers girl in, you know, 1900s England who gets her hands on this necklace. And it's kind of a heist and it's kind of like a, a rom-com and it is just outrageous and it's so funny. And I just finished the audiobook and I'm just like, loved literature. It's so funny. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank All you right. Dara. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.